0: For the makers of Relevant Magazine, it's The Relevant Podcast, and we're live.
1: It's Tuesday, February 12th, 2019, and it's The Relevant Podcast, live. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studio on the ones and twos, our illustrious engineer, my brother, Chandler Strang. Hello over there who crawled under his desk because we are 21 minutes late for the live feed in a puddle of sweat. He's the best. Clark Flippo.
2: No, I'm just saying he's stressed out right now. He's stressed. There's a lot of moving parts with this thing, and uh, a lot of moving (laughs)
1: technical snafus. This is take two. If you uh, didn't catch our,
2: you know what? You know what? It's probably it's probably a benefit because I'll say this. I'll give a behind-the-scenes curtain. During take one, we you know to kill time while we were trying to to determine if the tech was working. I plotted two lifetime movies that star Annie as a rodeo (laughs) queen who uh, (laughs) solves mysteries involving horse murderers.
3: Trust me. this ascended, show will be better that that was a waste of time
1: over there on the <laughs> yeah. skype line from loverly in virginia uh that's jesse carey hello hello on the skype line from gatorland florida big cat eddie koffeltz the birthday yes. boy
4: is back yes yes make uh, the relevant podcast birthday. great again thank and, you and uh and
1: up there from nashville tennessee uh author speaker podcaster cowgirl extraordinaire back in the saddle today because she's been sick for the last couple of days annie f downs
3: good morning gents and, glad to be here and,
4: Jesse before you really get going on this I want to just preface it by saying normally when Jesse comes up with an idea I think it is not good this however I have fully greenlit and have done a second mortgage on the house in order to produce it Jesse Carey let's hear
2: it you, are you talking about my lifetime movie yeah, obviously. Okay, one. <laughs> it was the best thing you've ever said. Okay, I'll say this. There's two <laughs> Lifetime <laughs> movies. I'm table. only going to give you... I, I, it, what Because Cameron announced it, it's Calgary Chardonnay back in the saddle. And back I, I saddle. suggested that that is the, the, the second part of a Lifetime film, which Annie is a world-renowned rodeo queen who falls yes. in love with a lowly ranch hand and also has a love triangle with a rodeo cowboy who, who all three of them happen. together Go to solve the murder, and you find out the murder <laughs> in the last act is the world's finest thoroughbred. Here's the twist: <laughs> the horse died of natural causes. It wasn't that big a deal. It was. It was a- uh, he was a very old horse, and but horses died.
3: Green eyes remind me of home, don't they? Ho-
2: horses the get weird horse diseases. Oh my yeah.
4: And every time she feeds the dog, she remembers her horse. Because they eat horse. Meat. Either way, oh, oh, horse my
1: God.
2: oh no! Wow, they do. Uh, it, we can oh, no. we can
4: edit it out. No Annie, one will see it. Yeah, yeah, we can edit all this out. Annie okay. can never
2: use glue again. She's so traumatized by the offense that took. She right, only right, uses right,
1: staples. was right, a better joke for the rest of her life. Staples and nails only. No, oh, glue.
3: that's right. That's right. No glue. No
4: glue. That's right. Every, every time she passes like Elmer's glue on in, in like the the store, she I just even a look. single tear falls down.
3: <laughs> just
4: one. Just one. My uh, days
3: is a rodeo queen. Oh, happy, this has
4: started as expected. Happy birthday,
1: Eddie. Uh, Thank you. What is this? The the big uh, two six? This is the big two
4: six. I am 39 today. And real talk, I have never been so weirded out by a birthday as I have been this really? one. Really? Why? It, it, it never affects me. But this one, I have been... I. I I just. Uh,
3: what are the feelings? It, it, Keep the, going. The stakes
2: are very high because
4: because I walked into a thing where I have to talk about myself and I don't want to do it. But right. go ahead, Jesse, what, what you is it about
3: thirty nine? Wait, what is it about thirty nine?
2: Because the stakes are very high. We all know that forty <laughs> is the beginning of the end, and from there you start a slow <laughs> carriage ride towards inevitable death. And so you're saying he's at the top of the is hill, last right now. chance, yeah, to live, to live, Eddie. He's he's I'm where he like is like at in his
1: extreme. life is he has been waiting in the stair line for the big water slide. And he's yeah. right now at the very top <laughs> with the little lifeguard guy waiting for the green light. His feet are in the water at the top of the slide. He's holding on to the pole.
4: Yeah. And, and 30 lifeguard
2: says, I have one rule. Don't go head first. And you go, Sierra, gotcha. And you do a flip over at the last <laughs> second and you fly <gasps> down that thing head first. The spinal so injury the- was worth it because what a thrill. You were turning That's 40 anyway. If there's That's, a year, yeah, no. if there's a year to suffer a catastrophic spine injury, it is now, my friend. It oh, is man. now. Was Live.
3: 29 weird for you as well? Eddie, is it the turning of the Not first at- digit, the tens digit?
4: Not at all. No. It, is, it was totally fine. It was not a thing. I thought it was going to be a deal. I, I think it's truthfully, it's a little bit like, I've always thought of like my 30s was this decade where I set the tone for what I'm going to do for like a good portion of the rest of my life. And 40 is when you kind of start to, I feel like, like lead and do the thing you're going to do. And I'm and I'm like real in my head. I'm like, have I got, <laughs> I hate talking about myself. No, this is the worst birthday <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this sounds
2: not as cool as something <laughs> involving a, Potential spinal this is injury. This of
3: us got you. So you need to go ahead and talk about yourself because this is the only gift. <laughs> I got go. you a neck brace. That was your. You're <laughs> gonna, trust
2: me, Eddie, you're going to need it this year. That's mine. Your osteoporosis is setting in. You're going to need this. <laughs> you just I think
4: about a lot like am I where I hope to be in the entirety of my life before launching into what will be this next decade where I lean in and do the work <laughs> oh gosh so anyhow i think i'm gonna be fine yeah, it's gonna I'm, be okay guys. Asleep thanks there. for caring being a four is a
3: real pain <laughs> on birthdays hey eh? oh,
4: <laughs> being a four is a real pain just waking up and then all the way till going to back to bed this <laughs> yeah. is a lot of in my head time
3: i'll just never back forget the a couple last year maybe when you broke your hand because you punched the ground i was like i've never understood eddie better than, than when he was in his head so long he punched the ground so, one what, year
4: anniversary but, of that. It was actually uh, February thirteenth, and <gasps> the I broke day my after little your
3: birthday. That, yeah, this I'm a, story goes. What are you going to punch this year? The I feel day like <laughs> after your birthday is when you punch the ground.
4: Yeah, it,
5: it was <laughs> Annie.
2: I feel like, Cameron. Do not you feel like every year from here on, Oops. Annie Eddie has to find something Oof. else or someone else to punch yeah. uh, on his birthday? <laughs> It's, I a, am it's an annual tradition. Flop, sweating about
4: through it's, this it's, shirt. It's, it's, I am uh, So uncomfortable. Birthday I am and uncomfortable. then
1: Punch Day. Literally, yeah, yeah. it's like
3: yeah. <laughs> it's like Boxing Day after Christmas. Right, Jesus right. is his Birthday yeah. Boxing hey, Day. Eddie's hey, Birthday nice, Punching
5: yeah. Day. Nice one. Yep, yeah. tomorrow's the big day. So I yeah, mean,
3: then, <laughs> <laughs> Easter, then Valentine's Day.
5: Uh, I'll say oh, then oh, Easter.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Punching Day, Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah, that's a good trifecta right there.
3: Yeah, that's a great week for you. Yeah, sorrow,
1: anger, and love. But I mean, it's like a whole spectrum of
3: yeah. three yeah. days. It's. I mean, that's not the, the whole
4: spectrum ri- of emotions, but that makes sense coming from you, Cameron. It's the, the, full the full spectrum s- of
1: Cameron's emotions. That was the 20 minutes until we started the second live broadcast <laughs> yeah. right there. Sorrow, anger, oh, and love.
4: Mr. Cranky Pants. I'm not going to get into it, but holy smokes, there was some tension. Everybody. <laughs> You know who wasn't you know who wasn't feeling tense? Hmm. Jesse Carey. I don't even think he knows where I'm the air right now. What's happening right now? Where are
5: we? I don't even know where I am. I don't even know where I am. Someone uh, wheeled yeah. me in front of this computer. Hey, just we so, have a great so, yeah. show in
1: store for you in the next hour. Yeah. Uh, coming up later, Young the Giant joins us, one of our favorite bands. Um, mm. And and also we have Slices, and then we have a very spa- special listener interaction segment. Uh, you guys, I'm watching all the Facebook comments going live right now. Um, Justin Smith loves Eddie's bongo printer, by the way. Um, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Almonte wants, wants to know who pun- punches the ground. Um, the, people are talking about Ford their psyches—it's a whole—it's a whole thing going on right now. Yeah, Join in the show. Facebook comments. Ninety-nine percent of them are them talking to each other, which uh, is great. And, uh, that's and the then
3: best Eddie, thing we want Eddie, our people, our listeners, to be. No, friends that's with like each texting that's a in a movie
2: theater. Pay attention, everyone. Pay attention. Uh,
3: I'm speaking uh, right wrong. now. You're wrong.
2: It's uh, the uh, highest <laughs>
3: compliment we could ever have is when people who listen to this podcast are friends with each other. That is the highest yeah, compliment.
1: You know what I'm hoping? It's the week of Valentine's right. Day. It's the week of love. I'm hoping a couple of single people find each other in the comments here on the Facebook. stream. How great stream.
3: would
2: that be? If we need. That's. I would. Attend like hey, I hey, if you're on the Facebook stream
1: right now and you're single, raise your hand.
2: Go ahead and just let it. Just let it be known. And then there you go. You're welcome. If there is a love hi. connection. We can promise you that we will all attend if it is in a location we want to go to. You are paying <laughs> for all of it and also giving us lots and lots of money individually on the side. We promise you, we will be. I, there.
4: I would also like to say that we have. I have a, We have a special guest watching the show. Uh, Brianne Cougholds is watching. Oh, so. okay. all right. well, hello hi,
1: to Brianne.
2: Is she supposed to be studying right now?
1: She's
4: very good at managing her own
2: time, but she's <laughs> she frantically running out trying to find Eddie a birthday present. She just, she started listening <laughs> no. to the pod. She was like, wait, today's Eddie's birthday. And was like, she's <laughs> getting everything set
3: running? up for that um, hey. party
2: tonight. Hey. Hey. She's she's
1: any single guys, there's actually girls raising their hand in our feed right now. So go ahead and say hello. Introduce yourself. Yeah. Mandy get, Myers, get
4: Mike Henderson, and Mandy Myers. Oh, wow! Hey, oh, look at that, wow. Mike yeah, and Mike you know, and Mandy.
1: I like. It, it sounds like I a know, sitcom. You guys seem great
4: together. Just because names, yeah, just the names are. Both are right names. I'm all
2: for alliteration <laughs> in couples. I'm all about that. You know? Hey,
1: so I wanted I wanted to tell everybody a, a, a little bit of an evolution or a format evolution that we're doing for the Tuesday show. So, uh, you know, if you've listened to the podcast for years, we do our our stuff, and then we have a guest join us. Well. On the Tuesday shows, what we're going to be doing moving forward is uh, the guest or the interview segment will be drawn from the current issue of Relevant. Uh, The Friday show will be an original podcast conversation. uh, But the Tuesday show, what we're going to do is bring you different experiences of the different pieces. So, you know, like Young the Giant today uh, is is one of the uh, bands uh, profiled in the current issue of Relevant. So yeah. we're going to bring you part of that conversation. Sometimes we have think pieces or hot button issues. We'll bring on experts to talk about those issues. So it's going to be a little bit more of a different thing than just we're going to hit kind of hit play on a six minute interview clip. We're going to, um, you know, maybe the author of the piece will come on and talk about the thing. Uh, And then we'll maybe play a couple sound bites or something. So it'll be different every week. But basically, over the course of an eight week uh, issue cycle, we'll have eight different experiences from the current issue of Relevant on the Tuesday show. So that's kind of our plan for Tuesday. And then Friday is the traditional kind of podcast interviews that you already know. So anyway, that's what we're going to try.
4: Right. And to that end, we are this week from the magazine uh, premiering a piece of short fiction that Jesse and I worked on together. Yeah. Oh, it's about Back in the
5: saddle. It is about oh, wow.
2: a horse murder, a horrific yeah. horse murder. <laughs> and I uh, can't wait for yeah. people to read it. It was a real risk to publish that and make it the cover. But uh, desperate times called for desperate measures. And I'm All proud right. of how it came out. Uh, it's Yeah. You know, Christian bookstores have dropped the magazine because of it, because there are some salacious scenes that I refuse to apologize for. I refuse. (laughs) Hey, the Bible's rated R2 if you were to make a movie of it. And so is my horse murder story. Our live feed comments
1: have turned into a 2019 speed dating session. It is (laughs) is fascinating (laughs) to watch.
4: Um, Uh, Yeah, uh, people are are just really raising their hands. (laughs) Um, I would encourage you to just slide into each other's DMs and see how that goes. And it's people the DMs. It just yeah, you dirty it. when you, you it. say it
2: like that. Oh man. That no, you works? said it in the creepiest right, way it. possible. You're right on. Eddie, as someone, Eddie, any, you should know this by now. Anyone right. after the age of forty, if you use the phrase "slide into your DMs," you could be arrested. Like I was they, was saying, uh, a yeah. Yeah. Chris a Hansen from Dateline yeah. just strolls into your house, and yeah. a SWAT hmm. team descends out of the bushes and takes you away. Forty-year-old <laughs> said, "Slide into DMs, get him, boys." Yeah, <laughs> what are you <laughs> playing here? <laughs> so, the front yeah. door. Excuse me, oh, sir. No, it's Chris Hansen. Oh, great. Here we go. Take me away. <laughs> oh. said <laughs> it, I said it. I said it. Chris, take me away.
1: <laughs> hey, Chandler, can you do... I don't have a window uh, to see Clark. Can you do a check? Is Clark doing better? Are you okay? How are you, how are you feeling? He's, thumbs up. Give him a thumbs up. Well, Oof.
4: I think because Clark realized it's his last day I and mean, he's finally <laughs> oh, he's finally he's, he's, no, he's finally is, taken the leap into is, his yeah. own self published short story oh, no. book that he's been waiting to write and yeah. he's out of here. I so, was so nervous about fine. my
2: horse murder story that I gave Clark the byline without his knowledge. And so if that if he still's oh, wow. got a job after that got published, you know, I think he's that. Right? I, I,
5: think
2: I, I, I will, will tell that.
4: you, Clark makes a great first impression because I met Clark when I was in Orlando for 10 seconds. He was introduced. I I'm not even certain that I knew he was working at relevant and he was wearing, it was like a t-shirt that either had like a lot of bears on it or a lot of wolves or something like that. And I thought that is a man that knows how to make a first impression. That's right. Oh, so that's, that's in my head. That's what that's Clark is always crap. wearing. He's, he's oh my good. Goodness, we all Eddie, bounce back. Do you yeah. see
1: the comment? Uh, Ronaldo no. Guavera? He says, hello ladies. And he go, and he put a link wwwreguaveracom slash single. Oh, wow. Wow. He has his own single single page on his website. I like
4: it. Hey, and I got to tell you, ladies, just who are listening and who have raised your hand... You need to not click that link. Um, <laughs> the malware that's going to be installed on your computer. No, the no, what, right now? Right
2: now, Chris Hansen is sitting in a van somewhere with like a team of surveillance guys, and, and they set right. up that link right now. They're like, is you going to click Ray? We're going on the They're waiting to, to, scoop to find in. They have a guy yeah. in shrubs outside of Ray's house, and he's wearing like one of those nuts with leaves all over it, just waiting to tackle the guy as he leaves the house with like Mike's Hard lemon. Eight. We know what your intentions solid. were. <laughs> oh. It is.
5: Crazy. Oh my gosh! Well, we don't need to talk about it. No, yeah,
4: well, it's not going. To, okay, <laughs> okay let's hold, not on, going hold to on, I'm uh, clicking uh, on it right now. So if my no, if no. feed gets choppy, it's because I'm opening it up, and it is asking me. Thirty-eight <laughs> windows just popped up, saying, "Oh, look at this." Jay has his own website. The title of it says "Single and Seeking to Mingle." Hey, my my shot, name Ray. is. Re-
1: now Ray I is just actually listen, just, a just, just, Ray just, just a sweet man Ray just says link. it's a
2: Squarespace site so there you go you probably use the relevant so, code did, to get to the off I just clicked a link and a van pulled up and I don't think they know they're not like two way windows so I can see Chris Hansen looking right at my house with binoculars
4: <laughs> I, I'm going to focus on this for the rest of the show so you guys can keep going but oh, uh, there's a picture of him he's a handsome fella it says my name is Ray and you are pretty cute which I don't think he thought I was going to be reading this but I still like the compliment
2: <laughs> but it is your birthday Eddie birthday Ray 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 is like, this isn't just shooting a shot. You know what I mean? This is this is the green light. You know what I'm saying? This is this is him shooting every shot. And I like okay. it, Ray. I like, the, I like okay. the style, man. Ray, you posted the
4: link, it. and I got to keep talking about what I'm seeing here. So Ray talks about himself. My name is Ray. I'm a 27-year-old Rush fan and firearms salesman from San Antonio. Greet I like it. All, I like everything it. lines up with Ray so hey, far. Eddie,
1: uh, Ray, Justin Smith says Ronaldo is uh, definitely wanted for a horse murder.
4: Yeah, oh, 100%. Ray, Ray likes adventure, and there's a picture of him liking an adventure, and it's him laying in a sleeping bag in the middle of the daytime, in the middle of a field. Um, he's Catholic. I'm not Kirk Cameron, he says. Don't trip. I drink lots of beer and cuss when I watch the Longhorns play. I'm telling you, Ray I is... I like Ray. I
2: like it. Ray. So More Texas. Texas. Ray. And in Ray's fairness, horse murder is not even a crime in a lot of countries, so, you know, <laughs> it's not even that big a deal. We can all see past it, so... Yeah. But, but, the, oh, hey, I this love- is, if people are listening to an audio show right now, if you've downloaded it after live, this is all the more incentives to come to our Facebook page. Cameron, you don't mind if I do a plug here, do you? For our audio yeah. listeners. Facebook.com slash relevant. Like the page. Not only are you going to get a lot of great content every day, you'll know when we're going live. At about 10 a.m. <laughs> on Tuesday. So. Somewhere
1: between 10 and 10 10.21 a.m. Uh, every Tuesday. Hey, this when is, this- Annie,
4: well, wait, I have, I'm sorry, Cameron. I know you have a podcast to run here, but I will tell you that Ray in 2017 started a podcast and it was called <laughs> Ray Loves Women Podcast. Oh wow. That was the show that hey. he started hey. in 2018 he began another one called the Permanent Waves podcast which seems a lot less terrifying um but I guess it's about the band Rush. So I will be on the Permanent Waves podcast uh next week and I'll report in to let you know how it goes. Yeah. So
2: Thoughts on Neil Pert. How many more pieces can he fit in that jacket?
5: <laughs> oh Just gosh. And no yeah.
4: Ray, you have won the podcast today. Well done, yeah. Ray. Well, yeah, you loves women you I, podcast. I, I
1: love how uh, I really like uh, a lot of people are wondering why Chan- why Chandler hasn't raised his hand uh, about being single. Oh, why and are you in what, the chat and why, and why and why won't he? You know, because <laughs> I'm not on Facebook. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh. Too cool. Okay, too cool. cool. Right, Supreme. <laughs> too cool <Tuchel> for school.
5: <laughs> uh, I'm not on Facebook. Yeah. Oh,
4: it's fine. We weren't gonna. Okay. <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs> well, moving the
4: show along. I'm just
3: along. letting y'all do this. I'm just letting y'all drive this train into the ground. Let's go. Before you right. really are it's
4: kind of a conscientious objector to this entire it's segment. Late, aren't you? You're like, I am. like my respect for people is is too high. <laughs> I'm gonna be out.
1: All right. Well, moving the show along. It's time for slices.
2: All right. Oh, uh, no, the jingle no. wasn't ready. There it is. It was. It was. <laughs> there, it, it is, there, there it is. There it is. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. I said that was my fault. That was not Clark or Chandler. Let it be known that was that was the Jess man's fault. He stepped all over it. You know, all I right. stepped all over the jingle. <laughs> okay. um, Here it is. Cypress
1: Life says, "What do you have, Jesse?"
2: All right, I got, I got, I'm gonna. I know we're we're already run late, but both of these are related. One is uh, it's kind of funny. One is kind of serious. It's a very quick two for both the studies about millennials. So, uh, uh, a recent study found that uh, millennials. You know, about 88% can identify most of the common emojis, which isn't that hard because they're pretty intuitive. Like we know what those face symbols mean. They can identify yeah, I'm like
3: well, that's a broccoli. What else do you think it is?
2: Well, like they know that an emoji is a way you, you exchange messages ask. on a phone. They know what they they all stand for because they're in front of their phones every single day. But a lot of millennials and Gen Zers who are also part of the study are also behind the wheel of a car every single day. And they saw a symbol. I'm going to describe the symbol uh to you guys and i want to i want to ask if you guys can identify it it's yellow it looks basically like a horseshoe with tire tread on the bottom of the horseshoe and an exclamation point in the middle that is on every dashboard and every car in the world can either flat tire right
3: yeah flat tire yeah
2: it's the tire pressure symbol which means your tire uh, yeah, pressure was yeah. low only 49 percent could guess that that was what that symbol is for. Even though they see oh. it every single day, though they have no problems identifying the symbol for Wi-Fi, identifying the symbols for emojis. So it's um a little bit surprising because they're behind the wheel of the car every single day. Uh So one, I think the symbol is terrible. It, it makes no sense. Like, it's just like it doesn't indicate in any way that that's a tire. I feel like if if symbols that are in dashboards use like emojis. If it was a, if it was a cartoon picture of a tire that was losing air. We would all know what it is. So I feel like it's right. kind of the fault of the symbol, not necessarily millennials. But on a more serious note, I know listen, I know we started off the show with horse murderers and some vaguely inappropriate to catch a predator references. So I thought I'd bring a little mm-hmm. bit of substance here. A new study by millennials. He's
4: doing the best he can. Don't dog on him. Yeah. He's doing the
5: best he can.
2: <laughs> so a new study also, this one's from the Barnard group that looked at millennials, uh Christian yeah. millennials in particular. Uh, and they asked him questions like, the best thing that could ever happen to someone is for them to know Jesus. And they, uh, they responded that, uh, you know, when someone comes to faith in Christ, their life gets dramatically better. Christian millennials almost universally agreed with those statements. But when they were asked, is it wrong to share one's personal belief with someone of a different faith in hope that they will one I day guess. share the same faith? 47%. So that they yeah. agree that that is wrong to do. So the basic hold on, hold on. Yeah, to, to do verbally to like verbally Say it again. is what you mean. So forty-seven. No. Say it again. I'm sorry, forty-seven percent believe it is wrong to tell someone about their own faith. So tell someone of another faith about another their faith, faith. That's key. Yeah. with the goal of converting them. So basically, oh. like, I, depending on how you frame it, either and like, like proselytizing or evangelizing. It was the
1: millennials that are like adhering, like strong Christians. I mean, they're like saying like they're passionate about their faith, they're strong yeah. in their faith and whatever. It was that crowd. So it wasn't the marginal no. millennial Christians or like, you know, I grew up in a Christian household. It was like in church every Sunday, mm. passionate about the Lord. 47% said they felt it was wrong to try to convert somebody from another faith to their own.
2: Yeah, I found that pretty shocking. And, you know, there, there wasn't like a lot of immediate evidence about why. I think Barnum's doing some additional research. David Kinnaman made some interesting comments about, you know, why it's so important to kind of dispel myths about evangelism. But I do think it's interesting, especially kind of in the, in the era of sensitivity and political correctness that we're in. Like, I think I think it's important to be sensitive to people of other faiths, and it's certainly important to have an an appropriate perspective about sharing your faith, because on one side of the spectrum is someone with a bullhorn sitting outside of like a mosque or something and just shouting Bible verses, you know, on the other side is actual actually being in relationship with people of another faith. And finding opportunities to talk about why you believe what you believe, but also listening to why they believe what they believe. Because I feel like when evangelism becomes one-sided, it does... I don't feel like it necessarily becomes automatically problematic, but it certainly becomes ineffective.
1: But I, I think I think what you're talking about, I don't think 47% would object to that because yeah. that's a conversation. I think the the component that probably got the 47% to say, no, it was the with the goal of Converting them to your own faith. Yeah. And that they don't want to have the thing of like, you know, uh, bait and switch or right. manipulation or something like that or be perceived as you know, I have an agenda. They're more like wanting to do what you're saying. I, they probably have no problem talking about their faith or why they believe what they believe and wanting yeah. to understand somebody else. They just don't then say, but you're wrong. Here's why you should come believe my way. Right. Yeah. So, yeah.
4: I, I think there's someone and a, there's a, this kind of a tightrope here. And also Facebook is going to turn into very Facebooky here in a second. I can just feel it. I'm not reading anymore. <laughs> um, but like, God. I think there there is also kind of a broader acceptance and maybe this is right or wrong, but that like maybe there are different roads. Like maybe people are looking, people of different faiths are looking at different parts of the same elephant, you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying I agree or disagree with that, but that seems to be more of a pervasive, like mainstream thought is like,
3: like different religions, Eddie. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, I mean there. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's been certainly a lot more just, I feel like I've heard people saying that a lot more that possibly there's a, um, there's multiple roads. I'm not saying I disagree or agree, but I'm saying like, I feel like I used to never hear that. It used to be like, um, like even if someone believed that it was like shunned. Now I feel like I hear on like podcasts and people talking about like, well, what if all these people like don't go to hell? And what if there is more than one way? And what if God is bigger than just this singular expression of religion? And I'm, you know, I, I feel like that used to be like taboo to talk about. I feel like I hear it a lot. So that's a way to stop the podcast. Well, no, I no, but, but I do feel like it <laughs> Golly. But, but I feel
2: it reminds me like there's a Billy Graham quote that, you know, arguably the world's most famous evangelist, you know, where he said it's the Holy Spirit's job to convict, it's God's job jobs it's God's job to judge and it's my job to love. Like, you know, he even looked at it like, listen, you don't have to hold someone's hand across like the proverbial finish line of conversion. You know, it's like, let God do his part, too, and let the Holy Spirit do his job. But it's just the the shift in that the the answer to that question was dramatic when compared to like Gen X boomers and what they call elders, like almost, you know, it was only like 20 yeah. percent of all of those generations thought that saw anything problematic about uh, talking to someone about their faith with the goal of converting them. So this is a relatively recent phenomenon here.
4: Yep. All I'd right. love to see what Ray has to say about it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slash.
3: I think, I mean I think we just need to I, I think that it, cause the, the way Barna phrased that question makes me want to ask more questions to those people right. versus just going like, oh okay, because that you go, yeah, like there isn't a lot of training anymore around like knock on someone's door and tell them who Jesus is because they do not know
2: you have not but been I- watching Ray Comfort videos then, Annie <laughs> and shame, shame, shame on you. <laughs>
3: But I do think it's really, I think we, I I think probably what I see in my friends and what I see in millennials that I'm around is that there is, there is a lot more conversation about faith going on versus proselytizing and trying to, there's a lot of conversation about faith. And I, I really do think that it's important that our friends know that, that Jesus is the right answer, right? Not just for some eternal ticket, but for the peace that can happen right now. And so to to not ever talk about it is for your friends to miss out on a better a better experience they could be having right now.
2: Right? Yeah. I was talking to a guy the other day and he said, listen, I am in a very Here low spot. Yeah, you, you had your second. Been, You got <laughs> I've been implicated in several horse murders. And who can ever love me again? I said I could, let I me would tell have a $1,000. He was going to figure out a horse.
5: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Oh, I knew. I mean, I, there was no question of whether we were going to have a serious conversation about Jesus being the way the truth and the life. Who can but I just thought me. I'd try once.
1: <laughs> That's what the IF gathering is for, Annie. You just you go you go give that talk at the IF gathering. <laughs>
3: no i
2: hey, just thought uh, it was interesting I, started, I thought it was interesting uh it a study is. About yeah it is, yeah and yeah. kind of this shit especially because it's so different statistically than previous generations like it's dramatic yeah, it's like double yeah. it's more than double the number of any other generation i recorded that really is crazy yeah. all right what do you have
3: annie annie oh that was a surprise i thought you were going go to Eddie.
1: <laughs> well um, hold on hold on do you feel like you have the like the peak one should we end on you are you the high note did
3: you say the peak one because Peek. no, I brought that Peek. one a few weeks ago, and so I'm still like, very uh, yeah,
2: hopeful. So, I feel like so yeah, this, is this is a good transition. This is point. the
1: question I have for you, Annie. Being self-aware, is this slice you're about to bring a peep slice or a peak hey,
2: slice? Hey, is I, it how like how where is from it from an objective the... observer, having known yeah. what both of them are and knowing how hot true crime is right now in the podcasting world? <laughs> yeah. I say we go to Annie last.
1: <laughs> oh wow! Okay. All right, it's this birthday boy a time. True crime tale. What what do you have, Eddie?
4: I've got a very, uh, very timely slice, and it is just purely about uh, some numbers relating to Valentine's Day. Would you guess that more or less people celebrate Valentine's Day now than they used to? Sure. Uh, I would
3: say
1: less because <laughs> sure. people are.
3: Yes, I think more people probably know it exists.
1: <laughs> okay. That was a terrible
4: question. Well, are you saying I
5: globally? the answers.
1: Globally, you're saying?
4: What's that? Are globally? you saying Globally? No, Justin Gainesville. I don't want to do this question anymore. Let's move on. In a recent survey, 51% of people said that they plan to celebrate the holiday. That's down 4% from last year. So less people are celebrating Valentine's Day this year. That's shockingly low to me. I would have put it at like
2: 75. I know.
4: So like basically less than half of people are even going to do... Any kind of other fifty are doing door
2: to door evangelism. It's incredible. (laughs) It's incredible this year. They're doing. doing, They get. They go door to door. They give someone a Valentine's Day, and it's a. Chick track in there, it's, uh, demonstrating why they're probably going to hell. A and it's, it's, it's a powerful, yeah. yeah, yeah, Jack Chick. It's
4: got those yeah. little candy hearts yeah. that just says, like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh, that's
3: the only ones that exist this year. Yeah. Uh,
4: yeah, little testaments. Uh, so listen, <laughs> Americans, though, while the, the celebration of the holiday is down, the amount spent on it is up. 20 it's up well they'll spend 20.7 billion dollars on valentine's day this year that's up six percent from last year to be clear that's 20.7 billion dollars let's talk about some of the just americans national retail federation estimates that americans will spend 3.9 billion on jewelry okay 3.5 billion on an evening out uh 2.1 billion dollars on clothing 2 billion on flowers candy here was a weird one 1.3 billion dollars on gift cards thank you, you they probably cards? listened to the
2: podcast last yeah, week and realized right. that Jesse, i'm surprised I, I, and it's like and off the books 30 billion yeah. dollars exchanged <laughs> in cold hard love
3: cash
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i call this time of year i call it love, love bucks cash. hey
5: oh my so gosh. love you babe Jesse. here's 50 yeah.
2: bucks do literally whatever you want with it it's better than flowers you know, the average person 50 love gets bucks how, for you,
4: <laughs> the average person is planning on will is expected to spend one hundred and sixty two dollars. Which what? is a crazy amount. Okay, until you think of like Annie, dinner, Annie. Like if you're doing like dinner, let's
2: say that drinks. I have a question. I have a real okay, talk okay. question, and no, I've to do too many callbacks, and we're tall. trying to. I, he's like, let's say there's a there's a gentleman. You know, you're this rodeo queen and this lowly yes. ranch hand, and he has either bought you a hundred. No, 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 he's not a ranch hand. He, we know he's that. a rodeo he's a clown. Hand. He he yeah. he has, offers you for <laughs> Valentine's Day. He's admitting his love to you, and he yeah. has either a hundred and sixty-two dollars worth of cards, candy, and flowers, or okay. he gives you a hundred. Sixty-two dollars in cash which one well, are you gonna buts- appreciate more give the sensible answer no, here annie i mean, no, no no, no. i've got
4: a, a caveat to it it's 162 in like f- candy flowers or just 50 dollars in cash
2: oh which do you choose annie?
3: Annie? i really like flowers so i would probably oh go but i don't need the, i don't want the candy can i have it in flowers Jesse
4: you have you ever had no, candy? no
2: okay Cameron Cameron real talk you, you the, if, if, if 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 a romantic interest of yours were to give you 162 dollars worth of gifts for Valentine's Day or just give you the cold hard cash which would you choose
1: Jesse I got to be honest real quick I'm distracted because the the Facebook feed has caught on in the glasses reflection to the fact that Eddie has yeah. soft lit himself with a oh. circle <laughs> ring light
3: yeah well because look how dark I don't the is. <laughs> is without it we tried to What's tell that? him. We tried to tell I said him. I know,
4: but like, it's <laughs> so dark without it. Oh, he hates it. Like, what it am I going to so do?
3: It's the worst.
4: <laughs> I just like, I, I got to be seen. This, I'm in high Eddie definition. And just pumped
5: the lenses deal. out of those glasses they, and it they
3: out the glasses. What an hour. are they saying, Cameron? Oh, just they're saying, like, oh, like no, like, like, a ring like, light? it was like,
2: wait, stop. Does Eddie have a ring light? <laughs> He's yes, now we like,
3: have to work on our lighting. That's dude, hey, That's ironically,
2: not... ironically, that ring light cost him one hundred and sixty-two dollars. It was very thoughtful, of <laughs> you, Brianne. Thanks for getting it's very that. thoughtful <laughs> gift. Um, uh, I
1: would, uh, I would, I would appreciate the sentiment of the thoughtful gifts. Yeah, like yeah, they went see? and picked out things that you know were for me. You know, not just here's some cash.
2: I forgot
4: and well, here's the last say,
3: step if you're dating her listen, you're making some big problems if listen, she talks like that i just that. found here's out i just
2: here's found cash. out what that symbol means and i might need four new tires because i've been ignoring it for several years <laughs> so i'll take the cash please <laughs>
3: no, but, <hey>. the, <laughs> no the final numbers are just not not oh, sorry go ahead sorry
4: no, no no please go ahead
3: i don't want a cash gift for valentine's day amen
2: thank yeah. you annie yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> someone's thinking sensibly <laughs>
4: The last the last number I want to give you off of this is the most crushing. And I and I'm going to definitely just run us into a brick wall here, but I don't care because it broke my heart. Americans uh, also spend eight hundred and eighty six million dollars. On their pets during Valentine's Day, just <laughs> oh, to put that no. in perspective, <laughs> the yearly budget of international justice mission is around seventy-five million dollars, <laughs> and Americans have spent eight hundred and eighty-six million dollars on Valentine's Day pets. So yeah. I'd say our perspective on all of this is just really, really where oh, it should
2: be, man. So we they could they could so Americans have the choice of freeing every slave in the entire world, right? In the modern um, world. T- t- Ten times over, they could fund I mean, that dream for you. That's
3: the hunger stat too, right? If ever we could end world hunger immediately, if everyone gave, da, 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 or,
2: or get hilarious like red high heels that you can put on the back of your pet chihuahua. You know, I'm going
5: <laughs> to frame it that
2: way. video would
4: be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, when you frame it like that, I totally agree. We we got to spend more on our pets.
1: Yeah. All right. What do you have, Annie?
4: Well, Valentine's.
3: listen, this is a. This is a crime podcast waiting to happen. Y'all know how much I love those, including Up and Vanish, that it's coming with new episodes of season one. I've been very happy about it. Listen, Beverly Hart. Are you Hart, paid by them now? No, I'm just saying him? to you guys as my friends <laughs> how very happy I am that he's looping back to keep telling the story.
2: Go to upandvanish.com slash Annie Fadowns <laughs> now for an exclusive. <laughs> oh,
3: <my laughs> we never Sorry. We never oh. say shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so rude. God.
4: I'm so sorry, Josie. So, so You're <laughs> when we're when we're not recording the things that Annie says, is it is it is hard to know her. Yeah,
3: when I taught school, that was like the one thing we weren't allowed to say in my classroom. So it still it comes across so I hate it. So the I'm podcast Up like, and
2: Vanish has paid Annie yep. $162 for yes, that. Ad yeah, we're not in front of a lot of people right
4: now, so it's
3: not Okay. Be good. So let me tell you about Beverly Harvard. Beverly Harvard is an elderly woman and she and her husband live together as husband and wife do in Houston, Texas. And she noticed that her spare keys got disappeared a couple weeks ago to her car. And she just thought she misplaced them. And then she started noticing, Eddie, you're going to love this. I'm listening. She, I believe you. She started noticing (laughs) changes in her vehicle. Like she'd get in in the morning and the seat will have been moved. Or the mirrors will have been moved. And it was every night. And so she kept seeing like,
1: wait. Wait, she'd get in the car and, wait, that's weird. And she'd like put it back how she likes it. Yes. And then the next day, the seats moved again. Same
3: again. Yes, exactly. Okay. And uh-huh. it keeps happening. And then finally, Friday night, I mean, it's happening for weeks, this article says.
2: Did, did she, so does she think that maybe her car, she's like accidentally activated some... Is this y- an older lady? Yeah, like,
3: she's she's older, yeah. Okay, so she, is lived she forgetting? she forget. in the same neighborhood for 40 years, so she's at least 60.
1: Yeah. So maybe she's like forgetting or something that she's...
3: Right, right. Yeah. But the other thing is she starts tracking her vehicle's mileage and it's changing every night. Oh no. Right.
4: It's driving itself. This reminds me of
3: another, (gasps) this reminds me of another slice I was going to bring. It was too creepy about a college girl (laughs) finding a guy living in her closet. Did y'all see that story? I did. It was so
4: creepy.
5: I don't want to talk
1: about it. Annie, is this a car ghost? Is this a car ghost? Are you trying to bring ghosts again?
3: No, no, no. But I always have a ghost story right in my back pocket whenever we need
2: it. Cameron, what happened is one day the car ran down a horse and <laughs> murdered a horse and the spirit of that horse is now driving the car. Right, <laughs> so. Ironically, ironically, it's a Ford Bronco. And so, no. it's a real twist. Oh, really? Well done. I'm yeah. glad you... Oh, man, did what that a story.
1: And Annie Fadown stars in... Horse car. Horse
5: car.
3: <laughs> Where she so goes. So happens. She she she's goes she's on
2: adventure. On, on crime, here, tr- crime solving adventures. What am I supposed in, to do? In a Ford Bronco with the ghost of out. a murdered thoroughbred. Wait, wait it out. It's, it's like a two year old. Let I'm him sorry, get I'm tuckered sorry, out. On, just let ahead, him go get run out. Uh,
1: just let the two year old run around until he's tuckered out and then they'll nap. Yeah, go ahead.
3: So, what ends up happening is for weeks she's tracking this. And finally, on Friday night, they arrest a man who has been stealing her car every night and using it with, with some other guys to be able to steal other cars like as the getaway car like the, he, he drives them to the other car the other guy steal the car he drives the car back and every single night so they finally caught him friday night and then he drove the car into a pole which is so rude like, <laughs> get out but he drove the car into a pole and Did um, he die? no oh, he yeah. didn't he's, die. he's, he's in gone. jail but yeah. the oh. car was like it's a van, and it was like specially fitted for Beverly's husband, who's who who is handicapped, Aww. and it's very. Sad. You had to,
2: you had to but take it. He on drove a sad it into term. A pole. No. But Can you
3: imagine if someone was stealing your car every night every and returning night. it?
1: Yeah, it's like and that's the girl amazing. With the guy living in her closet, it's a it's like a Jim Halpert Dwight prank where he like slightly yes, made yes. his phone receiver right. one nickel heavier a, <laughs> every day, yeah. and then, yeah, because yeah. so the phone
3: call to the police like like hey, I think someone, I think something weird is happening. My car, my seat
1: keeps getting moved.
3: My car keeps my, my mileage is going up on my car while I sleep. I had a
2: buddy, I had a buddy who his car got stolen twice and they found it. His car in front of his house got stolen twice. The second time the thief had stolen his, but this was back in the day when people had CD books in their cars. You guys, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, I had, all yeah. of you guys had, those, had CD books. I had those oh, stolen yeah. out of my car twice. Yeah. The 600 yeah, e. CD. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, this one, he got his car stolen, and the second time they found it, his CD book was stolen, but the thief had left behind their CD book. So it was oh. like, and he's like, and honestly, <laughs> he had a way better taste in music than me, and it was kind of <laughs> like me letting someone borrow upgrading. my car in exchange for upgrading my music collection. It was a net win for him. It was a net win. It just traded CDs. <laughs> (laughs) collection so
4: gosh i would get so nervous about the 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 gumption of people to be able to steal something and then just bring their own CDs and like like <laughs> that that guy stole that lady's car, right. Haney, and just didn't even think like okay, at least I'll like scoot the seat back up and kind of move yeah. the yeah. mirror. Yeah. You know what the real sociopath
2: cut. move would have been? He went ahead and reset the presets every night on the radio. Uh, He's like, oh, I wanna, you see. know, I don't want to listen to old timey gospel. I reset the, the the presets here. I
3: mean, the scary part is at some point he went in the house and took the spare key and just thought, I'll borrow this car every night. And then That's Beverly and her husband are riding around in the day and they don't know that at night, you know, the hamburglar is taking your car. I, right? I
2: gotta be honest. Howard, this. Howard, hamburglar. did you have a fish filet? There's a wrapper in the back seat. <laughs>
3: <Yeah.
2: laughs> Causes real marital issues. I swear I saw going to Arby's. Wouldn't now, that have been a great crime podcast though? <laughs> I would have loved it so much. Yeah. The, yeah. But I'm kind of like, awesome. I'm, I think if I was the car owner, I would think it's way more cool that it was oh. used in some sort of gone in 60 seconds car theft, right? Jesse. Ring. I just found our
1: hero. Listener Michelle Noble said, I've had three cars stolen and one I found myself and I stole it back. Oh, man. I think Michelle started locking
3: her doors. But I don't
4: think that you're stealing. It's stealing her own car back. I think it's just getting her stuff. It depends
2: on (laughs) the statue. I I feel like if, if legally, if you have readjusted the mirrors, redone the presets, and, uh, you know, put a furry thing over the steering wheel. That car now, it's basically an exchange of the title legally. That car <laughs> belongs to someone else at that point. <laughs> nah, it so you know, it's yeah. stealing it back. Yeah.
1: All right. Well we gotta move the show along. That was that was that was good. That was a good slices segment. The whole spectrum oh, right there. Cameron, do you want me like to tell that? the truth
3: about my slice? I will.
1: Time timely. We got some crime. We got some 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 troubling generational stats about faith. It's great. Good stuff. All right, stay tuned. Up next, Young the Giant joins us. Well, this week's live podcast is brought to you by Blinkist. It's a new year, and I think we're all trying to better ourselves, right? You know, grow, read more, find margin. Well, sometimes it can be really hard when we're overwhelmed with work and other aspects of life. Well, there's an app I highly recommend which might help you be more mindful every day. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is the only app that takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books, and condenses them down into just 15 minutes so you can read or listen to them. Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want to get the main points of the books quickly without reading the entire book. Uh, And with an audio feature, Blinkist makes it so easy to finish four books a day while you're on the go. Eight million people are using Blinkist right now. It has a massive and growing library from self-help to business, health, the history books, and a lot more. Uh, this week, since we recorded last week, this week I have read uh, The Blinkist on Blinkist. I've read Start uh, With Why by Simon Sinek. Uh, I've read uh, What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast by Laura Vanderkam. Shocking. You would be shocked, Jesse. one, yeah. uh, sure A lot of showers. Were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I read Hallelujah Anyway by Anne Lamott. They oh, have so a good. Christian section.
3: Wait, wait, wait. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I promise. I, I, Bob Goff's Everybody Always is on there too. How do
3: you enjoy an Anne Lamott book when it is not Anne Lamott's poetry and cadence and and when it's well, summarized?
1: I'm not saying that it's not, a, you know, go read what the author intended. If you have time to go read Anne Lamott, go read Anne Lamott. But but if you don't have time and I want to know what every, you know, I, I read it in 15 minutes and I got the chunk. I'm going to come back. I will come back, but I actually appreciated and enjoyed the 15 minute version I, I can to totally see there Blinkist. are for
3: sure books that I would love to read like that. Yeah, so, I'm with you. I just right, love Anne go. Lamont so much. I, I'm in, I, I'm actually into it. I feel like yeah. there's
4: a lot of books that are like I don't need to spend like it. Just let's let's get the let's get the highlights of yeah. this. And and that's exactly like. what yeah. Blinkist yeah. is. I really love it. I love it.
1: Well, right now for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for Relevant podcast listeners. Go to Blinkist.com/slash/Relevant to start your free seven-day trial. That's B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash relevant to start your free seven-day trial. Blinkist.com slash relevant. Well, Young the Giant recently kicked off the second part of their world tour with a performance on Late Night with Seth Meyers. The band's latest album, Mirror Master, has garnered critical acclaim, not only for its progressive indie rock sound, but also the lyrical themes about the search for truth, the immigrant experience, and being true to yourself. We recently spoke to frontman Samir Gadia about the Breakout album and the new issue of Relevant. Here's a part of that conversation.
5: Talk
6: to me a little bit about, about Mirror Master. Uh, When you try to make another album, like what's, what are some of their, the initial conversations about like, what we're going to do different this time, how we're going to make things fresh and interesting for us.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think more than anything, what we really enjoyed from home of the strange, um, and not to say that we haven't done this in the past is that home of the strange felt like the most unique to our experience as humans in America mm-hmm. in, in the world. Um, and having that honesty became that driving factor for this record. Um, and, more than anything, you know, we just wanted to share ourselves through through the music, um, and and also try and get other people to share with each other yeah. about yeah. who they are, what they are, and and have control of that uh, that image that they put out into the world. Um, but that honesty and trying to trying to uh, just write good songs was was you know our absolute quest and. I think, you know, the tonal stuff um, was kind of a some a question for later, whereas, you know, I feel like with a lot of rock bands and, you know, us in the past, even, you know, it, there was this kind of concept of when we were talking about the record, how we, how were we going to make it fresh? It was more like a sonic thing that we were talking about. Like, we're going to incorporate these instruments because this is what we're listening to. And it, it did feel natural. But this time, more than anything, I think it was just that, just like trying to be honest.
6: Being honest is kind of a, it's it's growing increasingly tricky. And you talk about this a little bit in, in the bio, and I really resonated with the idea that with the digital sphere and with the the current political moment that we're in, it just feels like there's so many, it's so complicated to just say what's actually on your mind and what you're really feeling because it gets misconstrued, it gets taken the wrong way and you feel like you get get sort of fractured into a bunch of uh little pieces and split across a bunch of different environments so then you have this opportunity to come in and and release kind of a, a very cohesive statement and put it out into the world is that does that feel more challenging now given the the like very divisive political cultural moment that we're in than it has with some of your past albums
0: um yes and no i think uh you know even with "Home of the Strange," uh, that was a record that we did before Trump was even in office, and mm-hmm. before you know, we really kind of started um, really seeing the follies of what was going on in America. And yeah, this you know, in the in the wake of all of that, you know, there is this obvious um, notion of, of trying to describe the experience, and that can be difficult to do and make it in a put it in a unique way. But I think more than anything. You know, the, uh, once again, like it was kind of that honesty that led us home and mm-hmm. the faith that if, if we were going to say something um, it, and it came from what we were really feeling, then it would be a unique message and would be a holistic message that could be applied to the self, that could be taken to, you know, construed in a, with a larger audience as well. Yeah. You know, to, it, when you're considering Amer- America as a whole, the reflection that... uh you know, it casts in it on its own self. Stirring
5: in your eyes, everything simplifies. Leave it off behind, everything simplifies.
6: It sounds like you you guys really have something that a lot of. Bands, a lot of people, really, a lot of artists say they really want, but I feel like it's actually really hard to hold on to, which is just that you maintain a really organic process. It's, it's very, it, people people say, talk about authenticity all the time in music. We want to be authentic. We want to be who we really are. But it's so easy yeah. in this industry to, to lose that or, or to get caught up in, in what do we need to be right now and to, you know, I, I don't need to tell you any of this. Mm-hmm. Has that been difficult for you guys to maintain that, that dedication to to staying really organic and honest in your process? Have you had to fight for it or has it been pretty natural?
0: You know, I think for us, and because we're 5 guys, because we live so close to each other and because we still have a, you know, this chip on our shoulder of like wanting to write just better and better music, I think inherently it's been an easier path for us and we usually cloister ourselves and we kind of stick to our own ways and like we don't play the game that much and for better or for worse and I think that that's been a great thing for us, but you know this. This record is about like that idea of this image, this this feeling that you have to be something that you are not, or um, be perceived in a way that is not authentically you. And it, but that's at the end of the day, that is every person's responsibility, and that's every person's right. It can be easy to get caught up in what's popular, what's being played on the radio, and it's it's just amazing to see a song like Superposition that so was not written in the with the idea or the notion of being a radio song mm-hmm. and yet it has been something that um people have initially uh, gravitated towards and it's just very exciting because it affirms our our beliefs and a philosophy that you know people are in search of something honest and true and uh not necessarily what was listened to but what they want to listen to in the future. <laughs>
1: That was Young the Giant. Check out their feature in the current issue of Relevant. It's out now. You can check it out at our website. Uh, Also, make sure to check out their new album, Mirror Master. It's out now.
4: Are Uh, they getting pretty... They're pretty popular, aren't they?
1: Oh, they're getting covered in... National magazines and things like yeah. relevant. <clears throat> yeah, but like
4: I feel like I haven't heard of them. Like I didn't hear them like a year ago, and now like I hear of them everywhere. Yeah, and I, the but you guys are you guys are like the people that help me understand things. So okay. they're like a they're thing good. now. And not yeah. only
2: that, not I mean, as you could hear, there are you know, there uh, each member of the band is uh, you know their parents are immigrants. They have this really unique perspective and approach to how they write songs and how they approach truth and and they put on a killer live show too. I've seen them in the past. It is definitely worth your time. Cause the second leg of the tour literally just kicked off. Yep. Would there you, you say
4: they might be giants?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, liked it. I liked it. Hard pass. the pass on that. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I here for
4: it i do not care. I don't care what you say or what the Facebook people say.
1: Stay tuned up next. It's the debut of our birthday boy segment. Ask Eddie. Ask Eddie.
4: Yes. Yes.
2: This episode of The Relevant Podcast is brought to you by Libscom University. At Libscom University, their online programs are shaped by a commitment to creating a better future. And with multiple undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs to choose from, you can define what that future looks like. Plus, you earn the same academically rigorous degree you'd get on their campus with the flexibility to fit your life. Listen, at Relevant, we believe
1: in you, the listener. We know you're ready to lead you can pursue your goals in a
2: better world at Libscom online. Visit Libscom.edu slash online to learn more. That's L-I-P-S-C-O-M-B E-D-U slash online.
1: All right, Chandler, I'm asking, do you have a jingle for this? That guy seemed like a nice man. The man no, that just not. did the ad read. No jingle. Yes. All right. All right. I know I w- Oh, Chandler's going to do a live jingle. Here we go. Okay, oh, wow. it is time for our debut segment. It's, it's normally Ask Jesse, but since it's Eddie's birthday, we're doing mm. Ask Eddie. Ask Eddie.
5: Um, <laughs> I, guess I, get, I guess I get what I deserve. You're Chandler, that, you, that you could have said, yeah, we got a that. jingle.
2: And you could have looked down real quick while i Ask
5: Eddie.
2: It took me all night. It was up to the eight, <laughs> three <laughs> three <hours. laughs> I was hoping you were going to play the Ask Jesse jingle. And right when it said Jesse, I was going to go, Eddie Just like we <laughs> played another for this.
3: No I think I think he did it Just oh, yeah. right uh, Do
5: you remember
4: Cameron Maybe I, I don't know Five years ago When Chad Michael Snavely And I thought it would be A fun thing to play The jingle live And we brought in Like a guitar It was what? The most horrific I mean it was It was the worst I can't believe I ever Made it back It was awful
1: Yeah it really was. <laughs> Anyhow,
4: memory lane. There
5: you go. It was
1: soon thereafter, Chad moved to Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, so what we did is we uh, we went on Twitter yesterday. You guys follow us uh, at Relevant Podcast, and we asked you for your big, you know, the big conundrums and challenges that you're facing in your life, the things that you need some outside perspective on. We wanted to know those things and have Eddie answer them for you here live on the spot he's had no prep he hasn't seen any of these uh jesse and i are going to bring them to him now it is uh jesse take it away
4: yeah Uh, annie be merciful to annie like when you see me begin to sweat just hop in and do it and i
2: will say this cameron we got a tremendous amount and i try to whittle them down to like a good mix of, of questions i don't know how many we'll be able to get to but eddie did text me privately before this started and said I would appreciate if there were no musical theater questions involved. And Cameron, I chopped them in half and we still have a ton. Okay. So, so Eddie, this one, this one is, okay. uh, this is from Daryl. And Daryl has some professional advice because he has a very unique job. He oversees guest services, the guest services team at a Target store. And he mm-hmm. wants to know, without asking who hurt you, what is your best advice for making a connection And de escalating a disgruntled guest. Ooh, the case is. That's funny. Somebody's up
1: there just like irate complaining. I would say, who hurt you? That's
2: actually true. And what the other thing, too, is like, how little training does Target do if he doesn't know the answer to this question? And that's his entire job.
4: (laughs) Hey, hey, have you guys 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 ever heard the song Edelweiss from that movie, uh, What Sound uh, Sound of Music?
3: music. Yeah, it's a great.
4: I think it's I think that the number one deescalating technique that Target actually trains people to do is you go up lips to the person's ear that's upset and then you oh. just start singing Edelweiss really softly in their ear. Do you know? Do you know this song? No, no. I actually know.
5: It. Hold on, hold on. That
3: is hold such let, a beautiful suggestion. Let, that all right, is really it's sweet. It's so weird.
2: Let me right, let me do um, flower. The, all right. Hold on. I'm going to be the disgruntled Target customer. OK. And oh, Eddie, yeah, you go, be Daryl. OK. And we'll okay, put the advice okay. to action. Okay. Excuse me, sir. I bought these $162 mm-hmm. pants from the Brooks Shields collection and they don't fit my girlfriend. <laughs> I Did just you cross- <laughs> and In need of de escalation.
4: <laughs> it's all going to be okay. <laughs> Shh. And, and I think just like awkward
2: ASMR whispering my in the ear. The Coles. Okay. That was a terrible right. answer. Okay. Oh. To, to the yeah. dozens
1: and dozens and dozens of people calling for a Chandler cam. Uh, yeah, we're yes. we we're, we're working that on that. So so stop. We're okay. working on it.
5: <laughs>
4: but rather, also stop not, it's but, not right. going
1: to happen like, no, no, who cares. it's, it's <laughs> fine no we're trying to make it happen really with guy enough.
4: with a? you want a picture you want a constant feed of a guy with a hat who's sitting there laughing every 10 seconds yes yeah, yeah, it's Jesse it's yeah. yeah exactly
2: oh, yeah. You, got Actually, it. you got it some Jesse, but, like, uh, Jesse by <laughs> the way
1: people have uh, commented they really like your Walgreens hat Jesse
2: um. oh wow 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 wow, wow. That's, 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 that's totally awesome. hilarious people don't know what Major League Baseball is so
5: (laughs)
1: I will say this about Jesse's new era of hats. On Friday, he wore a hat that had a simple block A on it. Just an A, right? Not like the Oakland A's fancy A. It's just an A, like a Helvetica A. Uh, Yesterday, he wore a hat that had a simple B B on it. Today, he's wearing a hat that has a W on it. I think I see a pattern, Jesse. They're all baseball
2: hatters. Some of them are old school (laughs) and very cool. Hey, by the way, everyone making fun of the A hat there at the office. See, it's for Army. as the United States Army. You don't mess with that. (laughs) You you say, (laughs) hey, that's a cool hat, man. You know, Cameron's Stone shade on the hat. It's, it doesn't, doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother I me. I go go back. All the way the
3: alphabet. I think you started A and go all the way to Z. I think you need 52 hats. 52? Uh, 26 hats.
1: In a meeting I yesterday, formats. I <laughs> predicted that today's hat would have CCC on it because A, yeah. B, B, C, C, C. I see a pattern. I just like yeah. taking the SATs. But... Um, he didn't. He wore a W
2: yeah, through, a, through a wrench m- m- in the m- pattern. Mix it target.
4: True answer for our target friend, because I think you may have actually been asking. When people are actually escalated, they really are just saying, hear me. So probably you just don't say anything and let them talk. Right. And then you just say, I hear you because they're really not looking for answers. If they're that upset, like when you're that upset you're not actually looking for somebody to help it's you. Not, so. And
3: it's most likely not about the advice. thing that's right in front of you.
4: Uh, no, 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 no! Their whole life is in shambles. If you are freaking out in a Target, then you've got a lot of other stuff happening, <laughs> that's right. and and that is not on 100%. you. All you can do is be there and say, "I'm here. I'm not leaving." So that's the actual answer. Okay, but also singing in the ear.
1: Okay, ask Eddie. Uh, Zachary says, "I have such a boring life. How can I spice it up?"
4: Oh, Zachary. Um, I have a friend who has a website, and he is—he r- runs a rifle range or something in San Antonio. He is a podcaster, and he is Catholic. As soon as you can get to his area of the world, I think that things are going to like spice up for you a lot. That would—that would be my suggestion. His name's Ray, and he's a heck of a fella. Yeah. And apparently, he's single. Yeah. Annie, do you have anything better than that? I no, mean, I can't imagine I'm anything that. being I'm more fun
3: answer the question
2: you know i will say this uh you know whenever i need the spice of my life i go and have a freak out at a target store and i just let (laughs) off some steam i get escorted out it's a whole scene and you know it's a add a little spice here's one eddie i'm curious about eddie's answer on this one from crystal leanne i don't know if you saw this um due to the rains in southern california ants have invaded our house help what should we do eddie an ant infestation has struck.
4: I mean, you got to sell the house, right? I mean, that's the only option. There's no. I would also suggest maybe that instead of, I mean, you're never going to beat the ants, but maybe you can can try to try to control them. So maybe you set up little areas of like just pouring maple syrup and sugar in an area of the house that you're essentially just going to be done with. Like, all right, they can have the guest bedroom and maple syrup, sugar, and then they all just go and live in there. I think that that's probably the best advice I could give.
2: Compromise with their hive mind. Um, Yeah. Uh, really Cameron, do you see what guys. Natalie said? I'm. This is another one. I feel like a lot of people found themselves in this in this uh situation in in you know modern times where business casuals knew a thing a new
1: thing. I mean, if I'm gonna ask Eddie anything, it's gonna be about fashion. So I agree, Natalie.
2: You have come you to the did, right person. He did
3: wear on his birthday. Yeah. He wore one of the ten exact same button He, has a, uniform, he, he yeah. has a uniform, Cameron.
2: He has a uniform. He wears. He's so good at fashion, He's narrowed it down to one outfit.
3: Right. And how many of those <laughs> do you really own? That shirt you're on right now. And uh,
4: 10 of them. Yeah. yeah 10 of them. And then ten. I have three pairs of pants that I rotate through. And I will say not only am I really great at men's fashion, but, uh, but women's fashion. So Natalie, you've really come to the right person. Nat- not gonna serve <laughs> you. Natalie
2: says, I finally work in an environment that doesn't require business professional dress code. I'm enjoying wearing jeans and hoodies, but any advice on hair or clothing nope. to set myself apart? Eddie, <laughs> what do you have for Natalie? Bye,
4: Eddie. I, I, first of all, I'm going to push back hard on hoodies. Um, Like, I like them, but they're pretty frump.
3: Stop with the hoodies. Yeah, 100% stop with the hoodies.
4: You can be comfortable and you can be happy. But I I just, I'm just saying, like, hoodies are, but I think that Hoodies are great
3: brunch attire if you also have on, if you look like you're going to go to the gym later, whether you do or not. I
4: think it might be fun to switch to like a shop onesie every single day, the same one, but then do like crazy socks. So people are like, oh, there she is, Natalie. What is she wearing today? The socks. And then like you start to get a lot of friends through the socks. Is that a really good idea, Annie? I think it is. You don't even have to answer. It's really incredible. Uh, Okay. You can
3: order face socks, Natalie, just like I ordered oh, for the guys for Christmas. Right, right. Jesse, gonna... how much do you wear your face socks? I got you for Christmas.
2: I, I wear them every single day, and I think about this podcast, and I just laugh good, good. and laugh
5: KM and You too,
3: laugh.
1: yeah. <laughs> hey, this is this is funny. Uh, there, I mean, there's a million questions, and we only have a couple more minutes, so we need to move forward. But this is funny. Ray, our very fr- our good friend Ray, yeah. submitted yeah. a question this week. Eddie, he says, I need more money. I'm building a web design side hustle in an audio production company. How do I attract right. new clients fast and how do I grow the business?
4: I mean, I would say posting odd things on a podcast, Facebook, <laughs> live stream would have yeah. been a good Here's start. I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I organic, would check your squarespace, your squarespace analytics. I feel like it yeah. probably blew up a I little bit today. I a little
3: bit this morning. I'd say more pictures
4: of you camping oddly in open fields in the middle of the day. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I I would be, you know, I think I think you got a good thing going. I would maybe look at promoting just the singles portion of your yeah. website. I would invest. I, I don't know how much promotion is a thousand, two thousand dollars. Annie, you okay? Do you need a sip of water or something like that before we continue? Um, so I, you know, I would invest some money in promoting the singles portion of your website, and then just. Let it happen.
1: There you go. Uh, along those same lines, Scott Elliott asks you, Eddie. I'm a single pastor, not to be confused with a singles oh. pastor, working yeah. in a megachurch with no singles ministry. How do I meet someone?
4: Now that's a real question. I'm actually going to really answer that because okay. that's a good one. Yeah, because that's a hard one. Single because being pastor, a pastor, yeah. Well, and you're in a position of like authority and right. leadership, and so it's not you. You do live under a certain like a different set of rules. How would you do that? I mean, I feel like the best thing is to keep developing the friend group of people that are your people that are like you're off with not meaning like you're not a pastor, but just the people that are like in your inner circle of folks that you can actually like let down your hair metaphorically a little bit with and that you're not in a position of leadership with them. They are your peers and people you love. And I would work really hard to cultivate that group broader and broader because you can't just like I mean, I think and people may disagree with me um, and I feel like I've already walked into it with my, you know, many sides of the elephant comment earlier. But um, like, I, I I feel like it's important for a pastor to understand the position that they're in. And so you can't just join a small group. And even though there may be somebody who is like lovely and single and you could like y- 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 you kind of have a You can't. I don't, you got to be really careful before you just ask them out to go get, I don't know what people do, pizza or something like I like, yeah. And it makes yeah.
3: online dating hard too, because you can't just run across people from your church. But it doesn't mean I don't
4: I don't. Yeah, I think I don't think you can't date people from your church, but I think you just have like an extra couple of layers of like, what do you think, Jesse? Go ahead. I know know this is
2: asked, Eddie. I know it's asked, Eddie. I know it's your birthday. And I know I've been criticized in the past because a lot of my answers involve wearing disguises. I understand those two facts. The majority of your answers. Here's what I'm going to say. Invest in a very convincing disguise and start mm-hmm. attending the church as a congregant. And that way people don't look at you as like the the, <laughs> the pastor who they're too intimidated to hang out with and go You're on so a date dumb. with, yeah. start showing You're up. So and after you develop a love connection, you rip off mission impossible style and say, it is I, the pastor. and, <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, "What? We felt I was falling in love with you the whole time. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be kind of a Mrs. Doubtfire situation. It's gonna be a it's lot so of wardrobe, yeah. it's gonna be a lot of wardrobe changes on Sunday morning. It's yeah. so
4: weird. All right, hey, I listen, think that a perfectly normal answer.
1: There's too. a lot of questions. We might have to come back to this next week. I think we need uh, part a, two. Yeah, yeah, I think we might have to to part two. Electric Boogaloo of Ask Eddie. Uh, yeah. Hey, on that note, we Would have to it. wrap things up. Uh, we are out of time. Many thanks to Young the Giant for joining us. Uh, their album Mirror Master is out now and it's phenomenal. You should go check it out. You can follow them on Twitter at Young the Giant and go read the feature and the new issue of Relevant. You can find it. You can view it at relevantmagazine.com. You can also find out on newsstands nationwide. Hey, thanks to Blinkist for making the episode possible. You can go to Blinkus.com slash relevant to start your free seven-day trial. That's B-L-I-N-K-I-S T dot com slash relevant to start your free. Seven day trial. Hey, thanks to everybody who's been chatting along live with us on the Facebook live stream. Y'all are a bunch of weirdos. It's been a lot of fun. Um, Super weird. Hey, this I mean, week. Real, real weird. It's Tuesday. This week, uh, be watching the relevant social channels uh, at relevant or uh, on Facebook and whatnot because we are going to be debuting a new daily. Broadcast, uh, in the afternoon. It's called relevant daily. Uh, it'll be a new audio podcast and a new daily video podcast as well. It'll be live at 3 p.m. Clark. Eastern every day. I think we're shooting for tomorrow or the next day that it's going to debut. Just watch us on social Clark, media. Did you get
4: that? It's going <laughs> to happen tomorrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's supposed to happen Monday, but uh, you know, we decided to bump it. Um, He's, hey, it's
2: he a great job, Clark.
1: Hey, yeah. Clark does a phenomenal <laughs> guys, job. He's <laughs> yeah. uh, Also, if you want uh, podcast swag and and stuff, there's some new stuff over at the the Relevant Store. You can find it at store.relevantmagazine.com. There's sure. a lot of podcast stuff there. Go check it out. Um, on that note, we'll wrap things up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Chandler Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. Maddie Goffolds.
3: I'm Annie F. Downs. Happy birthday, <laughs> yeah, Eddie! You
1: are. Happy Thanks, birthday, buddy. Eddie! We will see you guys on Friday.